Okay, guys, today in a high-performance clip, we are chatting with Alex Rodriguez, who is a 26-year-old founder of a $5 billion tech company. And the name of the company is Embark Trucks, which is the world's largest self-driving semi-trucking company. Absolutely genius mind that he has. And what we talk about in this clip, Alex shares a little secret on what most people don't know when a company goes public and gets very big and very successful, how the company is actually structured and what actually funds and catapults a company to turn it into a billion-dollar unicorn. Very insightful advice here. Let's hop into it with Alex Rodriguez. You know, you no longer need in today's world years of business or to get into industries where you have to screw other people over to build a company that's so big where you make hundreds of millions or have a billion-dollar company. Now you just need a genius idea and the willingness to do it and the obsession and excitement to pursue that and not believe that it's impossible, right? And it sounds like that's what you guys have done. Well, so I'll do, uh, I'll, I'll give one, one contrarian opinion here, which uh, I think is fun. So I th a thing that commonly will get surprised among people who haven't been in the Valley for a long, that long yet, is that when a, when a, a successful company goes public, rule of thumb is the founding team will own maybe 20%. Mm -hmm. And people are like, 20%, oh, what happened to the rest, right? Like, and of course, most of it's owned by investors. And so I think there's a, it's somewhat fashionable to bash on investors for ending up having so much economics in some of these successful companies. Um, but I would actually turn it around and say, it's pretty unbelievable that if you go back even 200 years, if you had an idea and you wanted to make a business, you basically had to get the money from your dad or uncle. Friends and family. Uh, yeah. like you had to basically be rich already. Mm -hmm. And so there was a very small group of people, like pretty much just the nobility or the people who were already part of successful families that could even like contemplate starting a business, right? 95% of people in 1700 couldn't start a business no matter what. Yeah. And so like, I think obviously founders do a huge amount of work. You know, I love, I love our business. I love the technology that we're building, but you know, huge props to the system that makes it so that a 20 year old kid from Canada can show up and purely through successively building more and more complete pieces of technology and showing that those work and are at a world-class level, just by being a good technologist, build a big business, it's, it's pretty unbelievable. Uh, and it's very obvious in my opinion that uh, the capital side of the equation, the ecosystem side of the equation is a huge part of what's responsible for the ability of people like me to build great businesses in America. Well, plus there's so many inspiring, successful entrepreneurs like Peter Thiel, you know, who set up the faculties and abilities for entrepreneurs to do that, or anybody with a big idea that wants to change the world and create something like this. I've seen with the other founders that have come on the podcast is that they don't set out to build a billion dollar company. They set out like yourself to build self-driving trucks and then create value to the world and make a difference to the world. And then because the idea is so valuable and the margins are there and the value is there, they can do that. And they build these amazing softwares, these amazing technologies.
there you have it, you guys. Fascinating to learn that when a company goes public, the original founders actually own about 20% now. Do you see that as good or bad? And it just depends on what type of business and business model and goals that you want to set for your business and your life. Some people need a majority. Some people need a complete 100% ownership. And some people just need a bit. And some people are okay with going public and only owning 10 or 20%. Depends on what you want to achieve. That 20% that Alex creates out of a $5 billion company is much more than a lot of people will ever see with 100% ownership of their company. But it does put things into perspective. Maybe you're actually holding yourself back in your business by trying to control and own everything as opposed to bringing in people, sharing equity, and growing a company larger and larger and larger. This system actually creates more opportunities into the world, creates more jobs, creates more value for the customers and clients that are out there, propels the software and technology faster, helps production, helps things advance. And this is one of the things I really love about getting into the minds of people that run billion-dollar companies. They think different. You cannot create a billion-dollar company if you think in one paradigm, in one perspective. Over the past seven years, I've interviewed hundreds of people that have built six-figure businesses, hundreds of people that have built seven-figure businesses, a good amount, probably 100 people that have built eight-figure businesses, and now we're talking about the billion-dollar companies. And if I could reflect on anything and go back and point anything out, it is just their mindset and perspective. Those that are building billion-dollar companies think much different, much more abundant than those building the five, six, and even seven-figure companies, to be honest. I'd really recommend you guys checking out the interview with Alex. It's episode number 553. Two guys in their 20s built a $5 billion self-driving trucking company. It's a fascinating story. And if you like what you're hearing and you want to make sure you don't miss any of these tips, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share with your friends. See you on the next episode. Bye.